Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. It's Fidua, right? Fidua. Okay. Yep. Did good. Thanks. Oh, it's not Pacras? Are you going to call Brett? He's probably drunk. I might. Probably. At some point. I'll put him on speaker. He's the only one where the drunker he gets, the more he tweets, I feel like. Yeah, it, it's entertaining. It is entertaining. How's my hair? Look good? Looks great. Don't even have to ask about mine, do you? No. Tim, yours looks great, too. Don't worry. He's Thank got you. hair product in his, though. You don't wear any product, TJ? No. Come here. You no, like, hair? Defri- yeah. defrizzer? If you, like, gotcha. gelled your hair up. I probably did it in high school. Probably. I know I did it in high school. Who didn't? <laughs> True. Did you ever dye your hair? Yeah, maybe. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> like, blonde tips? <clears throat> I went exactly. to do the How tips, you know and I did the whole thing. <laughs> I was at my friend's house. I went back home. My mom was like, what did you do to your hair? This is Doorbupper Clear, and I'm Casey Boats. Brett is on vacation, so we'll finally get a break from him. But TJ is here today with Kevin Harvick spotter Tim Fidua. They'll discuss the Bush brothers battling for the win on Saturday night, Joey Logano falling from first to seventh on the final restart, Natalie Decker throwing Spencer Boyd's hat after the truck crash, and plenty more. Let's get started. Hey everybody, I am uh, TJ Majors, it's part of the 22 Cup car, and I had the, the 99 truck this last weekend. Uh, Brett is busy right now drunk um, right now basically he probably is we're gonna try to um call him soon take hopefully he's well on his way to feeling great or well on his way to feeling terrible uh we'll see we'll call him but subbing for brett um not only is he uh a championship spotter but this guy is in the hall of fame it might be in the state <laughs> that's arguably the armpit of america <laughs> But wow, Timmy Fidua. I'm Tim Fidua, spotter for Kevin Harvick. Yeah, I I, uh, I am in the Michigan Motorsports Hall of Fame, but uh, more importantly, my grandfather was on the first ballot. My dad, and my uncle are in there, so um, I'm happy to be in there. But I'm more proud of them. Timmy, we've talked about Timmy a couple times in the show. Is I think we labeled Timmy as one of the nicest guys on the roof. You remember that? Yes, I do a, remember that. And I'm like so glad ago. you're subbing for Brett because you are way <laughs> one extreme nicer. Was, Brett's nice. What? <laughs> no, this is an honest show, Timmy. Yeah, you can well, be honest. He's no always nice here. to me. How's that? See, I this guess. is the part where you you get on Casey about her posting wedding photos. Because yes. when did you get married? Okay, January 26th. And I only post them when it's like somebody's birthday and, or like Father's Day or something. I paid good money for them. So and I'm you're still post posting it. your wedding pictures. On special occasions. Well, Brett yes. takes exception to that. He thinks it should be done uh, over with and... And uh, he tends to give her a hard time about it every <laughs> Brett week. Brett just needs something to complain about. So exactly. that's his topic for the week. Brett is usually happy when there's something to complain about. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's usually very vocal about it. Well, she's very vocal about your pictures. Yes. And continues to be, I feel like. And continues to be, which is good because we're going to auction some of them off, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We might. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we did. Um, Jason messed up and lost our last bid. Yeah, uh, we were bidding on that Bradley Cooper. Okay, I don't understand how everybody else won theirs, but 
mine, the one I wanted, we didn't win. Bradley Cooper is a very popular guy. <laughs> it went from like three or four hundred dollars that signed photo. Worth oh, okay. it. Yeah, we're not paying worth them. it. It's way no, absolutely not. <laughs> we have a one of our sponsors on the show, Timmy's Pristine Auction, where you can get on there, and they've got there's probably Timmy Fedewa stuff on there. To be probably. honest with you, uh, basically tons of signed stuff, memorabilia, and uh, we won that fine piece of equipment in the middle <laughs> of the table on there, and uh, we were bidding on a Bradley Cooper signed photo and none of us wanted it honestly but her <laughs> it was well, still cool i would hope none of you guys wanted it but okay yes. so i just have to say if somebody else has a recommendation i think i should go next again yeah we'll like, go next I should week have another chance what? so no we need we need items for the table somebody yeah. needs to tell me what to auction off, to bid on. or what to bid on sorry somebody needs to tell me so, any tweet me recommendations? Uh, Bradley Cooper works just fine. <laughs> Bradley Cooper does um, not Ashton work fine. Ashton Kutcher is another great one. I'm Must, think of no, no males, please. <laughs> Are you serious? We don't need... We don't need that. We don't need any, like... What's your favorite sports team? Oh. I was trying to figure this out to maybe suggest something, but I yeah, can what's your? What do you like? Supercross. Okay, so maybe we can go find, like, a Ricky Carmichael something. That would sure, be expensive. Deal. Something like... Who's your favorite... Yeah. Motocross guy. Ryan Dungey. Okay, well, we'll look for something Ryan Dungey. Okay. That's way it. better than Bradley Cooper. Honestly, Ashton Kutcher, I really think that, that's my that next no, one. No, so. has nothing to do with him. So today, our item to bid on is a David Ortiz signed 2013 World Series baseball from the Boston Red Sox on pristineauction.com. Bid's going to start at $20, and we'll see where it goes from there. Kyle Bush. I want this Eminem stand-up. <laughs> I am not a Kyle Bush fan. He is a huge right. Kyle. No. <laughs> he's in the closet about it or what? No, hold no, on. No, he's out no, of the closet. Let's not say anything. He's out. <laughs> he's a Kyle Bush fan. <laughs> Let me see. Oh, the best. Can we, we need to, we need this Jason, posted. who's the one who makes videos, is not going to play that in video. Wow. I'll explain. Stillner. Yes, we I need see to make it. this happen. That was probably like 2010-ish. Kyle Bush had Wearing recently Kyle signed. I was, wow. When I first started watching NASCAR. Look at that face. I was a big M&M's fan, like just in general, because they're the best candy. And then Elliot was M&M's driver, and then Kyle happened to be the M&M's driver. So I all had that M&M's merchandise already, so I just started cheering for the M&M's yeah. Honestly, I think Honestly, all I'm hearing are I'm not buying that at all. No, Nothing. that's exactly what happened. I was eight <laughs> oh, years yeah. old, and then just the M&M's, like M&M's car M&M's. drove past. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, M&M's. Clearly. Yeah. It's a good correlation. And then, it looked uh, like you ate a few back then. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, saying. <laughs> That's great. I mean, that crossed my mind. <laughs> I knew it did, but that I don't know you very well. Middle- <laughs> I just met you, but. Tim, you are fitting in just oh. fine here. Yeah. Yeah. So, a couple episodes ago, Brett, did you see the truck race at Gateway? Yes. Did you see Hermie in the beginning of it? <laughs> yes. Brett said Hermie looked like a watermelon. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that's. Yeah, that okay, was interesting. In just fine. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be just fine. So Jason, Kyle Bush fan back there, and when I was younger, you must have not been happy after the outcome the of the race. Fi- too. No, <laughs> ever since I started, you know, like doing work in the sports, like no, I don't really like him anymore. Really? Though? No, I'm not. Oh no, it's true. He's on our show sheet like every week. He does a lot of memorable things on the racetrack. I'd <laughs> like to. Um, I'm gonna. No. Get my friend Andrew back for sending you all those photos after he interviewed so you. So this Andrew all started because more. his friend Andrew Carland, who does some... some uh, NASCAR Acceleration Nation. Yeah, okay. Whatever that is. But he, he's actually very good at what he does. Um, he's going to go to the... Uh, the um, What school is that? Arizona State. Yeah, but he's going to the... Um, Cronkite School of yes, Journalism. Yeah, so he's uh, well on his way to doing something in journalism. Well, I did an interview with him in Daytona, and Jason gave me some info on him. And he once filled his dad's car up with, um, not gasoline, but diesel fuel. <laughs> and it, <laughs> I'm like, well, the, the nozzles are different sizes. He's like, yeah, it took some working <laughs> to green. get in there. Diesel's green usually. But yes. Yeah. He's like, it took some get working to get in there, but I got it in there and he filled it up with <laughs> diesel. So, uh, to get him back, he has supplied me with a, a few, um, images of Jason in his younger years. So, so that, of course, we're telling the story about diesel in here now, but that's going to get way more reach. And then that happens a lot. Photo. I'm going to, I haven't ever done it, but I have a good friend who has a hunting show. His name's Hal. And, uh, he, uh, he bought a brand new truck, took it. It says he didn't. It doesn't fit. <laughs> I, I don't know how it gets done. He says he didn't do it either, but he says he, he disclaims it, but the truck didn't run. They said it was diesel in it. I don't know. He put gas in a diesel, though. 
Oh, that, so. that would be easier, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, yeah. I, think the, I think the gasoline would fit in the diesel. Yeah, the I, diesel ones are bigger. So, I'm sorry, Hal. I threw you under the bus. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, so you had a pretty miserable uh, kind of Saturday night, didn't you? Yeah, we did. You know, we started off, you know, with a fast car. We've had speed everywhere we've been. We just hadn't had any good luck, and uh, we got pinched up into the wall off a of two on the outside of Kurt. Who and, did that? Uh, Kurt. Oh, Kurt did. <laughs> Kurt, yeah. And uh, I mean, it was it was a restart, so it was uh, it was probably three wide, two wide when we put it out there to make it three wide. There was room, but you know, a lot of stuff's going on on the restarts, yeah. as we know. And it gets tight. It I does. Mean, I mean, it's not not like anybody. But if you give that up with this package, oh, you're going to get you're going to someone's going to do it to right. you if you don't. That's do right. It. That's right. So, so I, uh, you know, you go back yeah. and forth in your mind if if you know, because I was telling him dig up there, go go go, and uh, there was a lane up there, but when we got to his. Right rear, it closed up. And yeah, we scraped the wall, and then we we had some uh, problems later. Yeah, yeah. Well, that seems like all the good luck you've had in the last few years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now, now you're making up for it. Yeah, it, it goes in cycles. Yeah, it's a big circle. That's how racing is. It's a big circle. Uh, for a while, you can't do anything wrong, and then you can't do anything right. Yeah, so, just gotta stay at it. Be tough, we, resilient. Uh, we had a pretty good night, I thought, until the end. <laughs> Yeah, we were did. we were probably going to win the race. Had about a three second, two and a half, three second lead on Kyle, and we could run we could run quite a bit better than him anytime we our car was really fast at the end. And uh, Kyle should come out with six to go, and that was uh, we got that restart, and the forty two was able to get to the one and kind of tandem with him. Yeah. So once two once two of these cars forty two, you know, who'd you have behind you? Kurt. Pushing? Kurt. Yeah, yeah, I mean, either Kurt. I'd have picked either one of them as good pushers. Yeah, right? I thought well, Kurt kind of laid off on the restart and get and put a gap between us and him and then the 42 got to his bumper and they started tan- with two with this package as soon as two cars hook up bumper to bumper they take off so as soon as two cars hook up and tandem here they take off speed wise and i'm not sure we could have blocked kurt's run he was he was moving he was moving so you know just bad timing and and uh we had a fast car though so i feel pretty good about our stuff and we should be good this weekend too i just have to know who who do you th- which of you has the easiest driver to work with? That's a tough one, I think. For me, I mean, I uh, probably me. Kevin gets animated sometimes. Animated? But, uh, <laughs> honestly, he doesn't. I don't think he ever gets animated. Ne- not, neither one of these guys really. Um, well, Kevin's been known to, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, he's passionate and and yeah, you know, he likes everybody to be on their game. But I also feel like he's fair. Um, if you make a mistake, you'll, you yeah. probably hear about it, but if, if you do your job and, um, then really nothing's ever said. I think sometimes yeah. he, you know, I think he's learned to, he doesn't say what he's thinking. Like he's been he pretty to. quiet. Yeah. Yeah. He's been pretty quiet here lately. I mean, yeah, he, normally if, you know, Kevin's been known to get fired up at his pit crew and stuff a few times, but yeah. they'd have, they'd have a bad stop. He'd be leading the race, have a bad stop and he's mad, which I would be too, but I mean, I'd. When I drove, I yeah, we I all, said some things that I probably wished mad. I wouldn't have. Yeah, yeah, didn't even remember saying them. Come Joey, Monday. Joey's really good. He's he's super. He's un, he's very understanding. Um, he understands what everybody's job is and and knows things can happen. So Joey's Joey's pretty easy to work with. Yeah, I he's mean, I've super, never worked with Joey, but yeah, I mean, I I think I mean, you've between, been around him a little bit. Yeah, he's super. I mean, between the two of them, I they both know the game. Yeah, they know the circumstances. They've been there, done that before, and uh, honestly, it's all about driver and spotters. Is about the two, the two getting along with each other, understanding each other. You know, I might go to work with Kevin. I might spot great for him, but we might have different personalities, so we might not, we might not just mix as good together. Um, which I think, I think it's important to mix off the racetrack as well. It just makes your job easier. So. I'm fortunate enough to, you know, me and Joey get along really well away from the race, away from the racetrack as well. So, and uh, you know, it, it just makes it easier. So, how long have you worked with Kevin? Uh, since 14, since I started the four car, um, I, I worked with you know several drivers before that. I was with Ambrose at Petty, um, the years leading to that, and AJ Allmendinger, Scott Speed. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I spotted for Clint. Uh, went his rookie year in Cup for a while till he fired me. Um, <laughs> But that's the way it go. I mean, it's personalities. It takes a, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But you, you really, you kind of go into it. You know, you talk in the off season, unless you know the guy a lot from yeah. before. You're friends with him. Um, you know, you go into it and you're just thrown into the fire. 
and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But in our line of business, as a spotter, yeah. I think you got to have thick skin and realize that some personality is just conflict. You had to have thick skin to work with Dale Jr. I'll yeah. tell you that. <laughs> I would say so. I mean, just well, it, it was it was fine because I knew him well, right? But if I didn't know him, I would probably would have gotten a fight with him at some point. Right. But no, it, it's fine. It's it's just how it is. But uh, did you see Natalie Decker throw her uh, throw Spencer Boyd's oh, hat? Man. Yeah. What do you think? We're, we're we we should go in the spot on the spot off because this is a topic that we need to talk about. How it is? Yes. All right, first topic, you just mentioned it. Natalie Decker throwing Spencer Boyd's hat after truck crash. Spot on, spot off. I have to say, TJ, you go first. I think you should go first. Oh, man. You know, I was impressed with her, like, hat flicking abilities, <laughs> right? She had a pose going. Uh, that's all I have to say. Like she, she had it down. Like she rehearsed it. Oh yeah. Like I'm you a, know she has done something like that before. I'm spot off. <laughs> I thought the throwback was really weak. Yeah. Like rip it off, slam it on the ground, throw it at him hard. Something. It's a hat. What? It was kind of like a. Uh. <laughs> of all things, like is that what she thought of when she was? Like that's the first thing that came to mind is just to flick his hat off. Uh, I, I, no, I guess it was just heat of the moment. I'm sure she didn't think about it until she was so mad there confronting him that that's just what happened. And, uh, I don't know. You know, you know, what's funny is going, he went from being the guy that caused the wreck pretty much and created the whole thing to looking like the good guy because after the, not long after that, he sends a tweet out. Did you see the tweet? Yeah. You know, hey, just the hat's been released from the infield care center. (laughs) So did you see that? Yes. So now he's the funny guy, and now she looks like the bad person. So uh, I got to be spot off for that way to handle that because you turned it into something that was his fault. Now he looks like the good guy when he's the one that just wrecked, you know, took you out of the race kind of. Yeah, I agree. What do you think? Spot on. I mean, it it created some controversy, and it was harmless, but it was – you know, I mean, it kind of summed up her frustration every year, probably. I mean, she's had, she's finally, you know, having a decent race and and uh, gets wrecked by somebody else. And I, I understand uh, the frustration, <clears throat> and it does bring some unwanted attention sometimes. And you know, with with social media, you can turn things around on people in a heartbeat. Right. So you never know which way it's going to go. But I mean, it was harmless. It was still. Have you ever done anything funny. you regret when confronting a driver? Um. Probably more than flicking a hat. Yeah, who wasn't? What'd you do? Oh, well, Robert Presley. Coleman's dad? Coleman's daddy. Coleman Presley Former spots for Brad yes. right now. Yes, he does. Um, we got into it at Richmond one night, and uh, it was kind of tit for tat. He spun me, I spun him. Well, then I went down there and ran my uh, mouth a little too much, and the next thing I know, we're on the ground fighting. I don't think we're fighting, we're just rolling around, but he definitely got the best of me. And uh, <laughs> it made me think before I went down to another driver's car and, and confronted so, him. And Coleman was like four years old. Robert's and, a pretty big still, dude. Yeah, Robert is a mountain man. Yeah. Crazy from, mountain yeah. man from but Asheville. Now he's, now he's like. Hot dog entrepreneur. Yeah, no, but he's also <laughs> like. Um, and he's a great race car no, driver. he's in politics. Yes, he is. He's, yes, uh, he's, a, he's a philanthropist. <laughs> <laughs> he's something up there in Asheville. I don't yeah. know what exactly. He I don't is. know the title either. But Jason, he is. look it up. He, he's got businesses. And it's Robert Presley. He's a, he's some sort of politician or something up I mean, there. I mean, Robert but. was as tough as they come, and I really should have thought it over. I wish I'd have just flicked his hat. See, I spot hit spot a flick, on. Hit a flick to your hat. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> so, as a spotter, have you guys done anything like that? Maybe gotten in somebody's face. On the spotter stand? Oh, TJ has. I mean, yeah, that's Quite happened. Quite a few times, probably. I'm 5'7". I'll fight anything. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, we... We, we go yeah. at it sometimes. I mean, yeah, we have our moments. I don't think physical, physically... Uh, there's been some pushing. I don't ever... I, I'm on the side of we can only do so much. We're not driving the race cars. Um, you can be mad at another guy and go down there. and Like in Daytona last year in July race, there was a, there was a line of spotters to get to Mike Herman, who was spotting for Ricky. There was a line of people behind him, and we had to we had to like take numbers to get to him. And uh, I was one of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean we were, we all were basically yeah, pretty much. But he's not driving it. He's not turning the car. He's not doing any of that stuff. And there there comes a sometimes I get more mad at like 
at lapped cars or something like that. When they see you coming, they know where you're running, and then you get there, and that's, oh, I'm going to follow this guy for 30 laps. Then I'm going to decide to pass him right when you get there. It's like you could have – you feel like the spotter could have helped, you know, be more efficient right there. And right. You get more mad. I get more mad at stuff like that rather than wreck. Sometimes these guys are going to hit, and there's nothing we can do about it. They're the ones driving the cars. So I think and we, you know, as a whole, we probably take it a little too personal sometimes. There's definitely there's a handful of guys on the roof that definitely let it get to them more than others. And look, sometimes they hit. I'm not they trying, touch. Yeah, I'm not pushing the gas pedal. I'm not pushing the brake pedal. I'm not turning the wheel. Did I tell him you were there? Yeah. Did he hit you? Yeah. So what are we going to do about it? nothing so but there's definitely a few a few people that there's probably what probably at least on the cup roof probably 30 spotters maybe a little more that really you have no 90 percent of the time you have no issues yeah and then there's a few that every week you have the issue with the same person yeah and they just get too emotional sometimes but yeah so i I would i would pay to see robert presley and you (laughs) fight because robert is i'm glad it wasn't on video a big man so, anyway, what do you I, got next? I found oh, what, you, what is he? He's a, I don't know how to pronounce this name of this county. It's like Buncombe County District. Buncombe? Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's it. Buncombe County uh, County Commissioner in District 3. Buncombe, Buncombe County Commissioner. Yep. Hot dog entrepreneur and county commissioner. And several time Bush Series winner. <laughs> I don't know if he could, he didn't win a cup race, did he? I don't um, think so. Maybe. I don't think he won a cup race. No. I don't think he was in in that good of cars. No, I think he drove the Jasper cars for a while. He drove Jasper cars for was, a while, yeah. He was tough to beat on Saturdays. He's most famously known for the 59 Kingsford, I'd Kingsford, say, car. Alliance. Trucking. Alliance, yeah. Yep. Oh, that was the black and gold one, right? Yes, it was. Yeah. All right, what else you got? Uh, spot on, spot off. The race at Kentucky under the current aero package versus previous Kentucky races. How about you, Tim? Well, I think, you know, obviously that, the restart at the end was phenomenal, but I got to thinking to myself, our restarts, spot off, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. I've I've always gotten, have been pretty good there. And uh, I don't know if it had been any bigger difference with our former aero package. What do you think, TJ? I thought. Oh, I think this aero package. It's definitely. Made it better uh, just because of the cars and, you know, you're not going to tan them with the old package like that. Kurt's never going to get that run. We're probably not going to. You'll push. You're probably not going to. You're not going to. You're not going to gain speed. Hang on someone's right rear quarter as well. You're not going to gain speed like they do as a a pod or whatever. When two cars hook up, they take off. So, I I mean, Denny and Kyle at at Daytona were able to stay racing for the lead because they were tandem compared to the whole bottom lane who was eight cars in the draft clear. They were able to stay up front doing that. So when two cars, when they hook up, man, it's a big advantage. You just can't do it. But for a half a lap, after you get through that first corner getting up to speed – um, Larson's going to have to lift in three and get air back on his nose at some point. But I think this package definitely, it's like when you get a big cluster, when they're closer together, there's just more energy. Like the, there's just a, a bigger hole there where guys can get runs and move. And um, we're definitely three wide on restarts way more than now with this package, I think. But I think they did, they did last year, didn't they, didn't they put the stuff on the bottom? I think they did, yes. And then everyone got on. I'm like, why'd you put it in the groove? Right, you know? and, then, and then they were like, oh, I think we know what we're doing. And we're yes, all like, no, I don't right. think you know what you're doing. Whatever they did this time, I thought was great. Right. The track was the widest I've ever seen it. I don't. I mean, that's as wide as I've ever seen them race yeah. there. So I thought the race was good. I thought runs, it was a momentum track. You had to time your runs like always. In you had this to block. Package. You had to block. And and uh obviously guys were having handling problems too uh, jimmy jimmy got loose and wrecked by himself i mean we were inside of him but the guy lost it so i know they had their hands full so i, I mean I, i'm spot on for it i thought everything was pretty good this weekend i thought the racing was good everyone i've talked to thought it was pretty good too so um i don't know jason you watched it on tv right uh, i was not in a position to watch the race my brother's grad party was that day and i had a little too much so i don't remember oh. anything from saturday i see drunk yeah, exactly. Capri Suns. Any more pictures from that? No, I did not take any pictures. Mm-hmm. Joey Logano drops from first to seventh on the overtime restart. What do you think, TJ? <laughs> You're going to ask Spot me? on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, spot <laughs> off. I mean, yeah, that sucked. I don't know what other way to put it. It, it uh, That's, you know, we've been in position to win – 
a few more races this year and we've kind of you know made a mistake i don't i don't think we stopped those two cars together but um you know it's good it's good and bad it sucks to run really good and be the fastest car at the end and then lose the race um and then it's all you know it's i mean it's good because you got speed and you know you know we're, we're fast we had a shot at it um but it just sucks to to go from winning to losing did joey have any feedback over the radio like did he make any comments uh he was frustrated but he's um you know he gets it i think and he uh we text a little bit after the race and you know he we're kind of in the same boat not sure we could have stopped that run when it's almost like we got too good of a restart we were side by side with kyle and kyle did hit us a little bit i think he hit us in the quarter or hit us in the door or something a little bit um but we just got too far in front of the one. Then they got together and got a big run, and you can get a draft in this package pretty easily. So, um, yeah, just didn't work out how we wanted it to. What about you, Tim? Spot off. I mean, I've been where TJ's at. We've had the fastest cars lots of times and, and not been able to finish at the end because of a restart. So, uh, you know, that it's hard to take. I mean, it just drives you crazy. I'm sure TJ went back, watched video, Joey watched video, and then, you you know, you say, well, if we'd have just done this differently, if I'd have, you know, side drafted or not got a good start not took off as quick you analyze it you overanalyze it and uh yeah at the end of the day you know when you go home how many laps did kurt lead mm. he, we won a stage i think he ran <clears throat> good but you guys pretty much you know down to the, well, we, the we, race. i mean we caught kurt and passed him yeah that's what i mean so you, i mean you, I, I don't it was your day and then i feel like us and kurt and, were the two best cars kyle got up there because he had a, he restarted eighth we restarted on the bottom. He was able to get all the way to like third or fourth off the first corner, and then he was able to get to the lead after that. We're we're stuck on the inside. We come off turn two and like eleventh, so you're going to have a lot further to go. So, um, yeah, it just kind of stings, but you just go back, look at it, and you could be in that situation again. But there's no telling the 18 is going to get that restart. The guy behind you is going to be laid off. If Kurt restarts right behind us and gets a good restart. And doesn't lay off a car length. I don't think he goes around us. I don't think he can. So you know things just worked out perfectly, and Kurt made all the right moves to get to the lead. So and he he's good at this package. Yeah, congrats this, to Kurt for yeah, exactly. making it work. You know he he got up on the wheel and and uh, got it done. So next topic: the Bush Brothers battle for the win. Spot on, spot off, Tim. I mean, spot on. That was that was great racing. I. I I mean, you got two brothers, and, you know, I was mad at the one for putting us in the wall earlier. But uh, in the end of the day, I mean, it was a great race, great to watch. Um, you're wondering, you're thinking, are they going to take each other out here? Because it, it looks like, I mean, they come so close they to did. wrecking each other. I mean, yes. they did everything they did to not to wreck each other, but didn't. So, um, to me, that was real good car control on both parts. And I think, you know, as, as a fan, I mean, I, I do it every week. And that's a that's a great finish, and it always will be. I'm spot off. Of course, because it would have been great to have those two get into it somehow, <laughs> and this carry on. This would have been great for the sport if they get mad at each other. Because Kurt's Kurt is quietly running very good. Nobody sees him, but he's finishing fourth, fifth, sixth all the time. And Kyle, you always know the outcome because he always has something to say about it, too. I, I think, you know, it'd be not that I want a family feud, but I think it'd be pretty entertaining. These two are very, um, very colorful and vocal about certain, you know, uh, it, it was great to see Kurt's emotion in victory lane. I thought it was really cool. The guys rode back on the car. Um, but these two going at it week to week, not giving each other an inch, being, you know, like feeling like they each owe each other one. Could have been pretty entertaining. Didn't they wreck each other in like the All Star Race in 2007 or something? Yeah, because they weren't like talking at Thanksgiving yeah, dinner. That's there right. was something going on there. This is a golden opportunity for something <laughs> like that to go down. And they're both really fast, so it could yeah. be it fun could, to watch. Could go on and on. Yeah. I thought it was cool just with how the challenges that Ganassi has faced over the last few, last season. I think it was, they needed this. How about Kurt's excitement? When he got out of the car on the front stretch, I heard him doing an interview and he was like, yelling and hollering and stuff and you know that's that's like you can tell he hasn't been there in a little while and he was like i I liked that so congrats to kurt and that team it was pretty cool uh let's see what's coming up this week on the dale jr download 
Listen up. When you're done listening to Door Bumper Clear, go listen and subscribe to my podcast, The Dale Jr. Download. This week, a competitor turned colleague, Hall of Famer, Dale Jarrett, is in the house. Plus, catch us on TV Tuesday, 5 p.m. on NBC Sports Network. The Dale Jr. Download, available on major podcast platforms. The Dale Jr. Download. Let's hear more about pristineauction.com. Pristineauction.com is an online auction site with all kinds of cool, authentic, and affordable memorabilia. They have so many auction types, including daily auctions with bids starting at a dollar and ending nightly and uh, 10-minute auctions that move super quick. Yeah, good news is Pristine Auction also guarantees the authenticity of all items, and each comes with an authentication. Can you say authentication? Right? Did I say that? Was that right? Authentication. Authentication. Each comes with an authentication from only the most trusted sources, like me and Brett. And these, items, <laughs> and these items are much more affordable than you think. Check out these previous NASCAR items bids that went for super low prices. Not to mention the Dale Jr. Downloads hero. <laughs> Dale Jr. signed photo went for just Paul Menard, $21. <laughs> You've got a Richard Petty signed photo for only $27.29. And then a non-racing item, a Ric Flair signed photo went for just $30. So there's a lot of cheap and affordable merchandise anything you can find on there yeah and it's quick and free to register free to bid and you only pay when you win as a dbc listener enter registration code clear that's c-l-e-a-r clear into the very first box of the registration page so really as a new uh as a new user you also get five dollars auction credit to spend and they'll know we sent you from dbc so all these items you're bidding on up there, they could have went for $5 cheaper than that. Just think. And we did have some fans send us um, yeah. screenshots of them buying stuff with their $5 auction credit. So go check that out. Yeah. yeah. And uh, soon to be up there. I think there's going to be some Timmy Fedua, uh Michigan <laughs> Hall of Fame. Speaking of cheap. <laughs> Michigan Hall of Fame, uh, Michigan State signed uh, underwear, Detroit right? Line. Yes. <laughs> You'll definitely want that. That's yes. a real auction item there. Maybe we can get a, a, a Tim Fedua, like, what was it? Great Clips? Supercuts. Supercuts, my bad. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe we can get a, a Supercuts stand-up. We need a stand-up in here. Didn't you drive the Hot Tamales car? I did. Oh, yeah. we can get a Hot oh, Tamales. Oh, we Mike need that. I, yeah. Maybe we can get a Hot Tamales car for the table here or something. <laughs> Done. So if you love DVC, go check out and win some items on pristineauction.com. That's P-R-I-S-T-I-N-E auction.com. What's that again? Seriously, P R I S T I N E for people like TJ auction.com. And don't forget the registration code clear. You know, the collection of items that we've won is from pristine auction is growing. So check back each week to see what we'll bid on next. And even though I lost last week, I'm definitely going to look, check out some more auction items because we need to fill this table up. So if you have recommendations, send them over. Today's item is my choice. It's a 2013 World Series signed baseball by David Ortiz, and it's inscribed 2013 World Series MVP. So we got a $20 bid on that right now. It's going strong. We'll see if it holds up, and hopefully it's not like Casey's Bradley Cooper photo yeah, that went if, from $20 to like $400 in like a day. If yours wins, that seriously, there has to be something wrong because I'm the <laughs> only one that did not win. Bradley Cooper's popular. David Ortiz is too, so I assume I'm going to have to keep up in the bid, but we'll see. Jason, um, where are you? Where were you born again? New York. Oh yeah, here we go. Yeah, you okay. know who his David favorite Ortiz. football team is? Jets. Guess. Just guess. Jets. No, no, no. Way worse. <laughs> guess. Who's the worst team in the NFL to be? Who's the worst fan that you want to meet? Cleveland. No, not the fan. I mean, <laughs> well, if you were to find a fan, a, a football, you know, if she, if a guy shows up here and he's wearing a football jersey from all oh, the Patriots, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, that. I thought you meant the worst team. I, I was thinking. Well, Cleveland, he's a fan but. of their candy. <laughs> no, Patriots. I've always been a Boston sports fan. My grandparents are <clears throat> from there. So I didn't bid on a Patriots thing to contrast with your Bills helmet. So I went Red Sox, which is a little different. So same we'll, difference. We'll get it. Whatever. Let's go in the fast lane. Three racing questions. One off the wall question. 30 seconds to respond to each. Only 30 seconds. How are you going to stop from talking? Good luck. Fast lane. First question, Kurt Busch won his first race with Chip Ganassi Racing before his former team, Stuart Haas Racing, has visited Victory Lane this season. Would you have expected Busch to win before SHR at the beginning of the year? What do you think, TJ? 
You know, I wouldn't have picked this with the, uh, you know, Stuart Haas has a really strong, stable of cars, and they've had a lot of speed. Um, last year, dominated Talladega uh, at the end of the year. Uh, real fast company right now. So I don't, I nec- you know, odds are stacked against them, and I'm kind of surprised to see Kurt get there before the, really the four, in my opinion, uh, would have been my first guess, but uh, Timmy's holding them back. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a surprise for me. Um but you know, Kurt's a great race car driver, and they got a good team at Chip Ganassi. So, and with this package, I think it's a game changer as far as uh, different people being able to win different teams. So, um, a surprise, yes, but not a mind blower. Yeah, I think I think Kurt's. I think a lot of people underestimate how good Kurt can really be. Kurt is uh, obviously a past champion, but Kurt's really good, and um, you know, I, I think people overlook that a lot because when you think Kurt Busch. If you Google Kurt Busch or look Kurt Busch up on YouTube, most things that come up are Kurt Busch loses his mind here and there. Yeah. But Kurt has won a lot of races. Kurt used to dominate Bristol. Like yeah. if you went to Bristol, Kurt or Kyle, you know, really Kurt for a while was going to win. It was just he was so good there. Um, really good. I agree with that. I mean, Kurt's Kurt's awesome. And, uh, you know, I don't. I think he's got so, had something to prove this year too by switching teams and yeah. And, uh, I agree. A I chip just, on his shoulder. He did. He's a chip on his shoulder for sure. Mission accomplished. What's one race in your spotting career that you wish you could have a do over for, Tim? Jason had a chip on his shoulder, but he ate it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> wow, fat jokes. Real cool, guys. Wasn't a fat joke. It was he likes chips joke. Jason, twenty ten like chips. <laughs> Clearly. All right. I think. The year, the the one race I'd like to have back was, uh, what year did you win Daytona? Uh, 14. 14. Didn't you, did the yellow come out, forgive me if I'm wrong, on the last lap, and we had a push from, I think we had a push from Joey. You were with Junior, right? Yeah. And you guys won. We had a push. We were on second. We get a push. We're coming down the backstretch, and we got all the momentum in the world. I don't think that was it. It wasn't? I think it was. There's a couple. I mean, there's a couple mistakes were, I've made. You got wrecked in that one. In 14? Yeah, you got wrecked off a of four. Yeah, might have been 15 No, you, you started the wreck. Oh, come on. You were in the middle. <laughs> and you Clear got, high. You were, you were in the middle, <laughs> and you went out there, and you clipped Kyle or something. You were in the middle because Stenhouse hung Kyle. And McMurray. I just know no, there was no, one Kyle race. Made I can't remember. Yeah, it wasn't 14. We were, we were, I think you were pushing us with Junior Joy. I think Joy won it. Yeah, that and, was uh, – 16 Seven, maybe 17 i think i don't have a good memory when it comes to that but something like i that. do i do know we were in position to win it and uh the yellow come out you finished second yes yeah i was third behind you yes and i knew we were in it together we were behind you and if that lap would have finished yes that was going to be really interesting right yeah because we i think were we were going to run them down yes and it was going to be really big yeah the yellow come out on the last lap that was 16 or i think it was 15 15 My, we're it's down one, one of 15 yeah yeah it was 15 yeah, it was 15 then. And we were getting yep. a push from you. Yes, and we, I mean, we were, it saved him. He had a big gap. Yeah. Yeah, it was going to be, it was going to be We were going to eat him up. And I guess, you know, it's Daytona 500, and that was close to ever come to winning it um, as a spotter. And uh, I wish I had it back. Yeah, there's, oh, man, I got, I've got like four or five second place finishes in the 500. There's, <laughs> I'd like to have every single one of them back uh, with another shot to win. Um I don't know if there's one I could have back. I guess it might be the the 600 um, when we ran out of gas on the backstretch and and you came around and passed us. I wish we had another you know milk another gallon of gas in there. I mean I mean I, I would have taken this bottle full of gas in that car still. Uh, we ran out of gas on the backstretch and got beat to the line by a few hundred yards. Really, you passed us and won. Three consecutive races have featured first-time winners this season. Which winless driver has the best chance to extend that streak at New Hampshire? TJ. I don't know. I would say I really like what William Byron is doing lately. He's been strong. Um, he's I don't know where he ended up finishing Saturday night, but he had a, a questionable call on a restart, um, and he still battled back. He's been fa- He drove away from the leader. At that point, he was fast. Like maybe, maybe he drives good, mad. But I, I really like what what William Byron's been doing lately. This can be any winless driver this season, not winless in cup. Yeah, that's oh. what I was. Yeah, this year, this year. Would you change your pick now? Um, I mean, I, I, I'm probably to 
probably to a Larson. I feel like he's a little closer still. Well, I mean, I hate to be biased, but oh, you, well, I forgot. <laughs> you haven't I, we haven't won a race this year, and I feel like New Hampshire's a great yeah, race for our team and for Kevin. And uh, I, I think the package is a little is is good. I'm looking forward to having a little horsepower this weekend. Um, won there last year, right? I believe so. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like you know, but it's hard when you haven't won. You 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 know, you start doubting yourselves. We've done a good job as a team. So, uh, like I said, I, I hate to be biased, but I'm going to root for my guy. I'll root for you, too. You know, worry. I got a question. This is kind of off the wall for you right here. What do you – I feel like, just because I'm on the other side of it, I'm looking at I'm looking at Kevin. To me, this package doesn't fit Kevin's driving style. It, Kevin's more of a – he's a finesse driver that can go find – he can go find that extra tenth and stuff. when it Once the race settles in, he's one of them guys that will just – He'll get you a tenth every lap. He knows how to find. He knows how to find that speed, and it's harder to do with this package. It is. It's it, it's a definitely a different driving style all the way around. And I I think, you know, when you do something so long, you you kind of get used to it, and you know what you got to do. You think about it in the off season, and he's done that for so long. It's in a routine. So I think you know he's yes. I think he's had to break his routine, but uh, you know we we won the All Star race when they first introduced this package, mm-hmm. and you know you it was he drove his butt off to do it and was aggressive and and uh you know but i think i feel like he could take we a car do, i feel like he could take a car before that was he could take a a fifth place car and run second or third with like he he was you know you guys had good cars but now they your hands are kind of tied a lot more with that and and you know kevin to me is from the old school of driving um you know he's from the old school and they didn't have to draft and it wasn't all about momentum it was a little bit about momentum but you know, you had to get to the let the car work, let it roll. But this is just years. There's so much throttle time here now. It's it's just it's just different. I think it is. I mean, and and he's. I mean, I, I would say it's been a learning curve for not only him but a lot of the drivers. That oh, everybody are, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but he. Uh, I just think that being driving one way for so long. Well, it's it's got to be hard. It's got to be different. I mean, all William Byron knows is this, right? You know, so he's like, oh, that's how we're supposed to drive. Right, that's and, what you and, learned in four so. or five years. That kid's still running. He's probably going to be, yes, because he, on. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I was just curious about that. I mean, I think so. I, I, you know, but as we've progressed through this package this year, I've watched, uh, you know, Kevin work real hard at at doing it. He has a, you know, it's harder for guys like Kevin that have been around to race. I want to say like an idiot, but half the time you got to race yeah. like an idiot. And uh, oh yeah, that Absolutely. wasn't acceptable. There was a code of conduct you had to abide by. You didn't race like you didn't race eight years ago like what you raced no. now it and, was like uh, oh you caught me go ahead i'll get you right, back later right it's more waved of a, him by or, there's a gentleman's agreement more now it's now a, it's, it's this cutthroat it's i'm coming down i'm gonna pinch you i'm gonna drive you to the right. flat and that's there's every so lap. much more yeah every lap start to finish yes every lap off the wall question tuesday is national personal chef day would you rather have a personal chef cook you every meal and never eat at a restaurant again or only be able to order meals from your favorite restaurants anywhere in the world on demand. That's a tough one. I don't know what I would do. Tim, what do you think? Personal chef. Yeah, absolutely. Fair. Yeah, I'm going personal chef too. Would you have them cook like super healthy or both? Everything both. you want. I think, yeah. you know, it, I've been wanting to lose a little weight, so it would start off as healthy. And then once I got bored with that, I'd... <laughs> I think it'd be cool to have a chef. It'd be awesome. Yeah. It'd save you so much time. I cook a lot at my house, so it'd be cool to have somebody come in and uh, just prepare meals. I mean, it'd be awesome. That's so much time. Think how much time that saves. I thought you did have a chef. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My, me, myself, me. and I. When you worked for Dale Jr., he had a yes, chef. Yes, that's right. I, yeah. I knew. Real funny. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The, the higher up they are the ladder, the more... Never mind. I'm not... I'm, don't, I'm not, not going to go there. Go. Yeah, we're going to let this go. I'm going to need a ride later this year. So. <laughs> Jason, what would you pick? Uh, I think I would do the personal chef, too, because it's like, hey, I'm hungry now. Cook me this. Yeah, you make steak. No, you make salmon. That's gross. You don't like salmon? That's no. my, oh, CJ doesn't like seafood, but salmon's my favorite. Well, I can't cook if my life depended on it, so <laughs> let's do personal chef as wow. well. Wow. Are you serious? Yeah, I can't cook. Maybe can't you cook. should go to chef school and cook. <laughs> I, I do want cooking classes. That is Maybe you should mine. do that if you want that lake house. That lake house is going to have a nice big kitchen for no reason if you don't learn how to cook. She'll just hire a personal chef exactly. at that point. Chad, I really think she should get cooking lessons. 
He knows. <laughs> he knows I should get cooking lessons. So he didn't marry you for food. <laughs> no, he did not. I can probably share quite a few stories where I've screwed oh. up some stuff, so I'm well, not going to go there. No. Do tell. Um, I, What's so the biggest screw up you've made at cooking? <laughs> it was before the cooking started, actually. We, uh, I went <laughs> to the grocery store at lunch, and I bought like chicken and all this stuff to make food, attempt to make food later on. <laughs> And um, I got home and I thought I left the chicken at the office. And so I like went back out to Publix and got chicken, did everything over again. Oh my God, it was in your car or something. Yes. Oh. (laughs) Overnight. And we were going on vacation the next day. Yep. We were going on vacation the next day. Chad and I had not taken, like by this point, we had not taken a vacation (laughs) like ever by ourselves. And I was so excited. Like I actually did my hair. I was packed all ready to go i got to my car because we were taking my car in it smelled (laughs) so bad i had to take it to the car wash chad was livid chad was like seriously this is what you're doing like you can't cook you tried to cook and now you that doesn't really count as cooking though well it's true that's just being forgetful but like even grocery shopping i can't do apparently because i forget the chicken why don't just order the groceries on an app and have them delivered uh, considering that, actually, I do that sometimes. Considering it, if, too, it's you know. Have you seen my youngest one melt down? It's not pretty. <laughs> she is. She can be hangry. No, I don't deal with that. Although I, I do take her to the store now. She has to get that. She, we have to go to the store that has a little shopping cart, the tiny one for kids. You know. Yeah. And you'll see soon. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> Will I? Is there something I'm not aware of? I have to fill her card up first. If I go to put something in mine, she's like, no, 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 no. So That's cute. Yeah, she's fun. What is OfferPad? We're the new way homes are sold. We're your online home buyer. OfferPad is the modern selling solution with a human touch that lets you skip all the traditional headaches. Selling to OfferPad means no showings, you pick your closing day, and we'll even move you locally for free. Go to OfferPad.com, enter basic information about your home, and the next day, we'll send you a great offer. It's free, and there's no obligation. We want to buy your home. So request your offer today. OfferPad. Move freely. Casey, good news. OfferPad wants to buy your home so you can finally get that dream lake house that you want. I might have been working chat on this, making like little digs like, hey, that house is for sale, that one, you know, on the lake. So uh, I'm slowly working on it. Well, it's an easy process. You know, it only takes about five minutes to submit your home. And uh, within 24 hours, you get a response back and uh, chat will accept it (laughs) and you'll get your dream home. It is impressive. I've actually seen quite a few billboards just driving to and from work and hearing a lot of fans talk about how they're using it more has been pretty impressive. Make sure you let Chad know that once you sell and close, they'll move you for free. I Um, want you to move me, though. That's a negative. Oh, come on. A a true friend would help a true friend move. This is true. I guess I don't know that I'd trust you, though, so maybe I should just leave it to You haven't offered to babysit. Why would I do that? Why would I offer to move you? (laughs) So while TJ moves Casey's house, Casey can babysit. Um, yeah, sounds well, good. I'm not yep. sure I agree with that. Wanna, I'll, I'll just let OfferPad do it. Honestly. You might want to practice babysitting anyway. Why? You're not Newly pregnant. Wet. You're pregnant, right? Oh, my God. Next, what were you going to say, Jason? <laughs> Check out OfferPad.com. Yeah, OfferPad.com. Um, want to sell your house? Quick, easy way. Uh, 24 hours. Take it. Can't get any easier, honestly. Well, uh, ask DBC. First one, naturally, Brett can't get away from us. Um, The one car, one stage one with 80 laps on his tires. You've been saying the package needs tweaking. What needs tweaking more, the package or the tires? Clearly, Brett has hinted what he feels. Timmy, what do you think about tires? I mean, I think they need to fall off more. Yeah, we've been saying for a long time we need tires that that fall off, and we we have we. I want a tire that gives the guy eighth to tenth on back, or or you know the guy sixth to tenth. I want that guy to think about pitting. You know, well, should I pit? I don't know. You know, we need buffer car. We need we need a group of six or eight that stay out because it's going to be close to get back to them, and we need to give these guys some sort of an advantage and not just fuel. Right now, it's only fuel. Right. I mean, you're time out on fu- pit road is your advantage. Yeah, Last time out. on pit road is yeah. your advantage, period. So I want to make it so not – I mean, I'm, I'm actually fine with any fall off because 
if you have any fault, like the more the better in my opinion, but it's just makes it questionable when you have so many sets of tires and they're falling off. You have a lot of cautions that it, it can, it can cycle the field though. Sometimes like it can, it can create some comers and goers and, um, I, we definitely, I think Goodyear builds and they obviously build an exceptional tire. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not phenomenal. So, you know, maybe and we get, we have comers and goers now because of the fuel only. So yeah, you, I mean, you can argue that, that, you know, to the, me though, when tires wear out, when they wear out, they lose grip. When they right. lose grip, the guy in the seat has to drive it. Some of our best races come when these guys get out and they're like, this thing drives so bad. You know, these things are so hard to drive. Those are the best races because those guys are wheeling it and they're really good at it too. These guys are, th- these drivers, I don't, well, I mean, plus they're phenomenal. These cup drivers are. And to see them actually wheel some of these cars. I mean, I, I love watching them do it. Well, and you know, it, it's, I think right now it's, there's no saving of tire during your run you just run it as hard as you can until you get more tires and then it really ain't you know this past weekend it, it seemed to be worse than normal i would say wouldn't you as far as the tires just didn't wear out didn't slow down much. yeah i think it definitely um there really wasn't it used to be you know daryl really. walter would ride it was, i will say the only fifth or yeah. sixth and ride and ride and ride take care of his stuff take care of his stuff you never you don't take care of your stuff you, you take care of your you know, knocking fenders in or yeah. Now you're just taking panels. care of your car, right. really. Back then it was, don't spin the tire. You know, easy on the throttle. It, it short tracks Bristol, Martinsville. The guys that went real hard, and some of them didn't know any better. They go real hard, burn their tires off. Then next thing you know, they got no the guy screaming, oh, "I got no no drive off the corner." Well, that's because you ran hard for 25 laps. Now you're going backwards, right? And you had the guys like you know, like Mark Martin. He's Finette. Carl was really good at saving tires. Edwards, he was one of the better ones that I remember. Um, place like Atlanta, you didn't see him for a while. Then all of a sudden, the last half of the run, here comes this guy. He's flying. So, um, yeah, it's definitely. I, I think it's. I like tire fall off because they gotta they gotta drive it, and it creates um, different pit cycles. Yeah, that would be the biggest tweak I think right now. Yeah, okay. for sure. Let's uh, let's see if Brett will answer. I thought I was kind of hey, happy player. having a break from him for a few hours. <laughs> no right? break, Casey. Let's just see if he answers, because I'm hoping they're getting lunch because they feel really bad. If he doesn't answer, he's hurting. Probably passed out somewhere. Mm-hmm. We could try to call Freddy. Yeah, we'll get Freddy next. Let's call Freddy. If one don't answer, the other one's not going to answer. They're probably looking at each other right now like, don't answer that. That's disappointing. It is disappointing. That's very disappointing. Freddy and Brett. I'm disappointed in you guys. Freddie, uh, did we say where they were? Lake of the Ozarks? Yeah, did I say that earlier? No. no. So they flew right after the race to the Ozarks. Um, I've done this once before as well, but it's a it's a good time. It's not even really a lake. It's a river, but it's a really wide river. Um, it's a great time, though. It's a great time. I'm I'm, you know, have you watched that show, The Ozarks? Yes, I do. I have. Have you seen it? Netflix. Just yeah, started, you... like the first episode and then gave up. I'm really hoping Freddie and Brett didn't get involved. In <laughs> <laughs> we may never see them again. At this point, anything's possible. All right. What do you got? Uh, next question from NASCAR Josh. Since you both are former NASCAR, since you both are former drivers turned spotters, how has your driving experience helped your spotting careers? Uh, what do you think, Tim? Well, I think it's you're just more relatable to the driver you're working with because you've seen, you kind of been in their shoes before. I think that's the biggest help that kind of gets you in the door with your driver. You have something to talk about, and uh, when they say something on the radio about the car or what you know what's going on, you can relate your past experiences to help them. Okay. That's when I first got sent to the roof. I was scared to death, had no idea, and I went up there and I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll just tell this guy what I'd want to hear. I imagine myself rolling off pit road and. Um, just started describing what I would want to hear. Freddie texted me and said he's too hungover to talk. <laughs> of course he did. But uh, yeah, you just I just tried to tell the driver um, what I'd want to hear whenever I was driving. So uh, that's apparently I was good at it or something because it kind of got sucked into it from there. Clearly. Apparently. Yeah. Uh, this question is from Polish Missly Mich- Two. <laughs> Polish Missly 2, sorry. Uh, I want to know Tim's side of the story about the IMS sandwich incident. Do we know what this is? 
Do we I need, know can what we, it is. Can Do we you know recap it, it quickly? TJ, would you like to? So let's get this straight. There, there, I got a problem with this, too. You know, we don't just throw stuff off the roof for fun. Like nobody want, You don't want to drop your stuff, first of <laughs> all. And um, I got to blame the other guy. Who Who's the other caught, guy? Uh, who was it? Chris Sims. Chris he's, Sims. He's, it's from Canada, right? It, I'm not sure where Chris is from. Good guy. From north. Yeah, so Timmy wants to know, I would bring sandwiches up for the, for the group, a handful of them. Um, was it a Big John sandwich? No, it was Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's, okay. So Timmy's of got course. Jimmy John's. I'm just saying, Jimmy John's, good sandwiches. So hands him out, goes to toss this guy one, and this guy – Drops more things than the Buffalo Bills did last year. Which they did, <laughs> their receivers did drop more passes than anybody in NFL. So uh, this guy fumbles it, you know, does like I, a, like what I picture Jason doing if I were to throw something at him. He just boom, I boom, can boom, catch. Um, it, it was a tight spiral. He was one level down, yeah, I mean, but behind good. him was the was ground, the, <laughs> six, yeah. seven, story, seven ten, stories down. It was on the pagoda, right? It was on the pagoda at Indy. And uh, it was my last sandwich. Everybody, every, they'd all been handed out. And Chris goes like, you know, hand, holds his hands up in the air. And I hit him right in the hands. It might have been a little hot, but it was a good throw. And I went through his hands and went down. Maybe the sandwich was toasted. <laughs> and uh, so it went down seven, eight floors past Homeland Security because they're right below us at IMS. So they see it go by. And the story goes, it landed next to the GM. It landed next to the track president. The track I think, president, right? that's right. Yeah, um, and this guy goes flies hot, <laughs> like mad. Like, what if that would have hit somebody? Well, I mean, it terrible would be covered in lettuce and lunch meat, <laughs> right? But you know, so, regardless, they they come up there and they we're in the middle of practice. Yeah, like we're getting up, we're going ready to do a, a a mock run, and I seen Elton Sawyer, who's a friend of mine, who former race car driver, who's an official. He was asking the official on the roof. I read his lips. He said it was WTF. And uh, (laughs) I just read his lips. And then the next thing I know, the NASCAR, um, what's his name? The the cop, the one that arrests everybody if they take their hard cards. He come up and uh, they got got a couple enforcers. I think it is Mike. Mike Lentz? Yes, Mike Lentz. Where's the earpiece in? Yes, Yes. Mike was on the roof and I knew it was about to go down. So um, I didn't make eye contact with him because I, I knew what he's was going to happen. He's intimidating. He's yeah, a nice yeah, guy, he but he could be like, super intimidating. He's like, isn't he ex, like, CIA or something? Yeah. I mean, he's like, he's... Oh, it looks like CIA. Like, hey. Yeah. He shows up, you're like, oh. Yep, basically. So Mike Boy. just gives me the come over here right now. So I go over there, and he goes, I need your hard card. I'm like, what, what do you mean you need my hard card? He said, you're, you're coming with me. I need your hard card. So I physically took my hard card off, gave it to him, and... uh Went down to the, the trailer to see. What'd you tell Kevin on the radio? Then you tell <laughs> well, I him told like, Rodney. I said, Rodney, you're going to have to get somebody up here. Um, they're throwing me off the roof. He said, for what? I said, because I threw a sandwich. <laughs> he said, you did what? <laughs> it's so odd. I mean, <laughs> what? Yeah, at least making something good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so our uh, one of our transporter drivers, Mitchell, ran up, you know, 110 degrees, and he had to run a half mile to get us out for our... Uh, I think actually uh, Steve Barkdahl took my headset and, yeah. and guided us out. Yeah. So luckily they all covered for me. They were madder than I was about most of the spotters because, it, you know, like CJ, we don't do anything. Well, the only no. – I got mad because, you know, they ended up giving us hard card back, right? Yeah, they did. And, and they, they were, were just, real not – NASCAR was great about because NASCAR um, didn't know what, what – you know, they didn't know the story. It was right. a slap in the wrist kind of thing. They just wanted but, to get to the bottom of it, and that's how they did it. So and, my problem – my. I think he went to NASCAR and was like, hey, we got to do something about this. So they they did the follow the right protocols, whatever, right. and took care of it. But now, IMS, my problem is they come up there race day with a fishing pole and a sandwich and do like a skit of it, like making, like joking about it for. NASCAR well, then, did it? Yes. No. No, no IMS. <laughs> yes. Like, Seriously? Well, well they, they wanted at to, it and then use it as a. It kind of turned on them. You know, it turned into such a, a social media blast. It was just an and, accident. And it was funny, you know. It was a good story. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, then next thing you know, there's, you know, there's uh, all sorts of stuff going on. But it, it was. It was interesting. It was interesting, to say it the was, least. Nobody you know, I just wanted it to go away because, yeah. I mean, I don't want no, I didn't really want no attention. Get, and you were being nice and giving the guy a yes. sandwich. I mean, it was no big deal, but it turned into this huge fiasco. Yeah. How about just, 
hey, you guys, be really careful. Please don't do that again. You and know. that's like our worst fear. We're on the roof. Yeah, and that, there's that a is lot my... of places. You know, we, we hang stuff on the rails, our fan visions, um, yep. our binoculars, our radios. Yeah. And stuff happens. Like, you drop things as a human. Mm-hmm. And But for us, a lot of places don't have little catch fences. You're sitting there talking to somebody. The guy next to you turns around and he bumps you or something, bumps your drink, sand, I don't sandwich. It could go, you know. It could fall down over the – I mean, it's not like you want it to fall. No, we, so, we try. We do our best. Yeah. We try I mean, to be good professionals. I would say we went there for a while. It was we went we go years without doing something. Then all of a sudden it was like three things in three weeks. It was like, oh man, we're getting bad. <laughs> so well, I'm glad you both survived it. Well, I'm yeah. glad you know no one got hurt. I'm just glad I got my I I, I got a sandwich hand. can be rough sometimes. <laughs> yes. I, I got a hand off. I didn't do the throw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anything we want to rant about today? You got any rants, Timmy? No big rants. You don't uh, want to complain about anything? No this is your chance. Just. I would like to see fall off on the tires. That's my biggest. That's been my rant about the whole. Who's the last spotter you got mad at? Last spotter I got mad at. Mm. Brett. No, I don't get mad at Brett. Me and TJ have been into it a few times, probably just arguing, just arguing our point. He's very, (laughs) yeah. You know, it's more. I don't. I argue till I'm right most of the time. Yeah, (laughs) but uh, majority of the time. Well, if you're not right, I am. That's why I'm arguing. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) So, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of what's the most uncomfortable situation you've ever, you ever been put in inside the race car? Inside the race car? Oh, yeah. What do you mean? Like, did you ever get sick, mad at somebody? Okay, I got a good one. So, I wrecked at Nashville in the Bush race early, and Hank Parker Jr. got sick. And needed a relief driver. So they come down and said, hey, Hank Parker. 36 car probably, right? 36 car. Yep. I was in a 36. I think he was in. He also oh, drove it? that team. But I, I can't remember who. I think it was his dad's team. Yeah. Anyhow. And they said, hey, Tim, can you get in there and, and finish the race for us? I said, sure. So I did. I finished the race. And like two days later, one of his buddies calls me. Hey, you know, Hank, he lost his stuff in the seat. <laughs> threw up plus other things Ugh. and i'm like are you kidding me you didn't uh, tell me all that or i never got oh. you know what i mean so that was that was a bad situation to be oh. in a race car that's it's not probably fun. super hot too it was very hot it was a hot summer day but poor hank he was you know oh, stuff a, we've all been sick a, in a race car that itch when it dried yeah <laughs> that's great <laughs> what what about you any any uh interesting stories I don't have any interesting stories. Oh, of course you do. Uh, DBC picks for New Hampshire. I think, Tim, you should just pick for Brett and feel free to pick. It doesn't even No, Brett, Brett sent me his pick, so oh, yeah. let's see what TJ's he got. Did. He's whooping TJ. Where are we <laughs> going, Loudon? Oh, Jesus. He's he's probably going to take Kurt. I'll take Hemrick. All right, he's taking Ryan Priest. So it'll be a good little matchup yeah, there. Tim, Kurt. who would you pick? I'm not sure what we're doing here. Oh, so you basically pick. <laughs> These are the list of drivers that we got left to pick from. I've been. I've Where's lost, your list? I've lost the last one, two, three, four, six, Jason. <laughs> yeah, I've you're... lost the last six. Some of them by one spot. We were tied, and then I lost the last six. So this is my list for Loudon. All the lo- the blue ones I can pick from. Out of the blue ones. Yeah, and then he's going to pick one of the red ones to match me, try to beat me with him. Newman. You know Newman's good there, don't you? Yeah, I figured. I figure Hemrick need Hemrick's a short tracker though. Newman's good at Loudon, and they they'll play the. Okay, I'm changing my pick to Newman. All right, he's got Priest still, so yeah. I mean, you fine. can help use I all the help you his. can get at this. I'm gonna point. take Priest. TJ hasn't good. picked a good one in the last six weeks. Who so was his pick? If I picked Priest, um, De Benedetto. Who's Thanks. The, uh, who's the favorite? <clears throat> Honestly, I have no idea with this package going in there. I, I, I really don't know, Kevin. I'd say Kevin, Brad have been really good there. Brad's pretty awesome, yeah. Yeah, but this is all this is all prior to this new package stuff. So, um, yeah, I don't. It's hard to pick now. You don't. You don't really know. I would say I don't even know where to compare this place to. No, we really don't go. I mean, you say Richmond may be the short just because it's a short track, but it's really not comparable. And they're apparently they're spraying the track too. So who knows where the grip's going to be and who's going to. Who's going to find it? Um, 
yeah, I, I really, I really don't know. It's so hard to tell when they do this stuff like that. And I mean, it's going to be interesting, but we only go there once now. So yeah, we only yeah, there once. Yeah, we yeah. go to Vegas later this year. Um, so it'll be interesting. Jason, did you watch? Yes, I watched Shawshank Redemption. You say it right. Shawshank Redemption. Good gosh. Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank Redemption. It was a good movie. Morgan Freeman's an awesome actor. He's actually the like executive producer, one of my favorite TV shows, so I haven't really watched many movies with him, but the story was really good. I don't really want to go to prison. Life doesn't look too enjoyable. <laughs> I remember Brett had his prison resort idea. I just don't think after watching, getting an inside look of prison like that wasn't the best, but the main character, how he was so, like, he wasn't convicted of, well, he was convicted of murder, but didn't actually do it, and then escaped, like, had that whole time, was planning yep. to escape. That was interesting, and then he was helping them with their finances, and I thought he was a really good uh, actor as well. So it was a good movie, very dramatic, and not as funny as the ones I've seen um, in the last couple weeks, but it was good. Yeah, it's a, it's a good. Brooks, remember Brooks? Yep. Brooks was here. Um. Timmy, you want to recommend a movie? For, he, this kid hasn't seen anything prior to like three years ago. So, <laughs> not any, that anything good from the '90s, maybe some '80s. If it's funny from the '80s, from the '80s, it, 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 I mean, try to be. If it goes back that far, it's got to be funny because he'll, he'll, he's a millennial. Fast Times Regiment High. That Ooh. one's been brought up before, hasn't it? Have you seen it? No, I haven't heard of that one. Mm. Never heard of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, no. you got to watch that. Done. Classic. Right. Yeah. Sounds good. That's a good one. He literally hasn't seen anything. Goonies. <laughs> uh, Goonies is great, too. Ghostbusters. Was that on the list? Is that made the no, list? Uh, have you seen it? No, yeah, I saw Goonies. That was yeah, one of the first ones. Yeah, yeah, but he hadn't That's seen it until we told him. Right. Freddie did right. the Truffle Shuffle. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Freddie did the Truffle Shuffle. That's right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, Howard the Ducks, like that. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks. We have a kind of a Hall of Famer joining us. I know it's way Feel cooler honored. than Brett. Michigan. Yes, yeah. way cooler. So thank you so much. Thank for you joining. for having me, Casey. We'll get a, You're welcome anytime. We won't anytime. get a call from NASCAR this week. Brett's not here, so yeah. that's good. That's true. One last <laughs> update on our pristine auction item. It's what still it? twenty dollars for the David Ortiz signed baseball and pristine auction. So I'm gonna keep bidding the next couple of days, and hopefully it doesn't go as high as a Bradley Cooper photo. You watch. We'll end up paying four hundred dollars for this thing. We will not. But we won't for what I want. I know. That's so. what I'm saying. This kid's back here in the Kyle Busch mm-hmm. shorts. No, bid all no. the way to the end. Mike, I read some shorts on. Bid. Mike, Bid. Mike Davis will see how much I spend on it, so I can't spend more Jason, than what we can. Stop hiding it. We yeah, know. We'll see. We know. Big Red Sox fan. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. thank you guys yeah. so Thanks much for, joining for listening. Us. Thank you. You going to say holla? Holla. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. That was impressive. Yeah. I've heard it enough times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Have a great week. See ya. Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo.